chapter three of the submarine boys and the smugglers by victor g durham this librivox recording is in the public domain recording by john brandon chapter three making a bid for trouble mr benson i believe the hail came so unexpectedly that jack buried deep in thought started slightly as he looked up didn't frighten an old dog like you did i came the laughing question how do you do mr white was jack's greeting as he rose holding out his hand to clasp the one offered him what are you doing round here asked mr white may i sit down with you yes to the last question jack answered as to my business here haven't you heard there's been enough in the newspapers about it never read the newspapers they're a beastly bore replied young white a man of perhaps twenty-five as he dropped into a chair i should think in your position in the state department you'd have to read the newspapers benson went on no for my work the little that i do relates mostly to digging through ancient documents treaties and the like you know ned white was the son of a manufacturer who had amassed several millions of dollars in business ned had positively declined business as a career had been educated as a lawyer grinding work however was not much to young white's taste as the only son of a rich man he couldn't discover that he would ever have much need of industry so the father a man rather useful in party politics and determined to keep his son at some form of employment had secured for ned a clerical appointment to the state department at washington where his legal training would make him of some use ned rented an apartment in washington at a rental just twice the size of his salary from the government the father supplying the needed funds ned was not wild at all but he had a settled aversion to continued hard work and did as little at the state department as he could and escape the censure of those over him at heart barring his laziness he was a good fellow perhaps the main thing that ailed the young man was that he had not yet found congenial outlet for his energies jack had met this budding diplomat in washington though the two had never become more than casually acquainted you're running a submarine again white asked as he scanned the bill of fare benson replied that he had command of the grant which was engaged on a practice and trying out cruise wish i could go with you remarked ned white though i don't suppose you could get leave to take a passenger that's a hard thing to do you know lieutenant jack smiled it isn't at all easy to secure permission to carry a passenger on a naval vessel i believe i could get that fixed at washington if i were sure that you would regard me as being really welcome on board white replied as he signaled a waiter come by all means if you can secure the necessary permission of the navy department jack answered what accommodation have you on board asked white looking up eagerly do i have to sleep on a seat in the cabin no there's a vacant stateroom for the accommodation of a surgeon 
and we haven't one on this cruise by jove i believe i'll try to get a permit ned white laughed looking interested i've never been on a submarine and i'd like the experience i'm glad i've met you benson jack did not believe white would have much luck with the navy department while it is invariably difficult to secure passage on a craft of the navy secretary sanders was certain to be even more than unusually slow to grant permission considering the nature of the real mission on which the young officers of the grant were engaged ned white ordered a heavy dinner but he ate it quickly while doing so he explained that he had utilized the first part of his vacation to come down and look over the bel air which property his mother had recently given him the landlord has been a bit slow about paying the lease money you know white added in a low tone it's because the season is yet young he tells me during the last few minutes the sky had been clouding and now rain and wind came together bright lightning and heavy thunder followed driving the few guests from the verandas come up to my rooms benson invited the idle young man we can chat there and be dry at the same time i want to pump you a bit about the attractions of the submarine life though he would rather just then have been rid of his companion ned white was so thoroughly good-humoured and likable that jack did not see his way to refuse the invitation a poor old hotel this muttered white as he opened the door to his rooms yet i fancy i have rather the best quarters here see how dismal it is really i'm a bit ashamed to own such a hotel when shame weighs you down too hard laughed lieutenant jack just deed the property over to me why it wouldn't net you much drawled young white only forty five hundred dollars a season that's considerably more than i'm making now smiled benson as he took a seat oh of course the government pays beastly salaries said white with his easy lordly air but then of course you have some outside income of your own all fellows in the government service have i have nothing that i haven't earned myself jack answered just then the wind shifted driving in a deluge of rain through one of the open windows ned sprang to close the window for he could display a good deal of energy when he wished you're a sailor ned white went on tell me how long this rain is going to last the way the sky looked and the way it's raining now jack answered it may last for some hours yet then you won't be going out to your craft tonight white rejoined you can put up here there are plenty of vacant rooms and i'll make gray the landlord put you up in a room as my guest without making you any charge oh i shall have to go back by and by jack protested it would never do for a sailor to let himself be held up by a little rain benson laughed you'll ruin your clothes i have others although trying to preserve an appearance of interest in his companion's remarks benson was thinking actively about the great problem that had been in his mind for a month past at least you'll let me offer you rain clothes asked ned white what sort asked jack looking up with keener interest than his host had expected i'll show you replied white 
going to a wardrobe he brought forth a long rubber raincoat and a refined imitation of a fisherman's sou'wester headgear i had these the last time i crossed the pond white explained very useful i found them too there's a pair of rubber boots here somewhere the boots too were produced as jack tried on the coat he told himself gleefully the rain and this rig make just what i wanted a real disguise in which i may now approach that wharf again if i keep my face shaded i wouldn't be recognized if seen but i mustn't be seen benson remained a half an hour longer chatting as best he could with his pleasant friendly host then borrowing the rain clothes and donning them jack bade ned white a hasty good-bye now we shall see if there's anything to be seen tonight he told himself as he merged his dark rain clothes into the blackness of the stormy night there's just a chance that i may be on the right track through the discovery i blundered into this afternoon a chance lieutenant jack benson u s n would have thrilled if he had known right then how much of a chance yet had he been able to see in advance all of the immediate future even his stout sailor heart might have quailed end of chapter three recording by john brandon